Welcome to Cascade Talks. Croesoi Cascade Talks. Podcast sydd yn trafod ac yn archwilio yr ymchwil diweddaraf ac arloesi yn y maes o gofal cymdeithasol plant. A podcast that discusses and explores the latest research and innovation in the field of children's social care. Lem, I'm, I'm Alison from Cascade Research Centre. Really appreciate you talking to me after fantastic show tonight which I really Thank did you. enjoy no, it was really moving and you know I, I you know, could see how much you've put into it and I think the audience really appreciated that yeah huge we do research into you know children looked after but also I've been a social worker myself and probation officer for many years and I teach social workers so I have been recommending your book to students, you. Um, you know, particularly for thinking about recording and what stories sound like, you know, to people. So I suppose I just really wanted to ask you a few questions, really, for thinking about social work and social work practitioners. You know, what did you have relationships with social workers that were meaningful to you? Do you think? I mean, in your book, you know, Norman comes across as somebody who sort of had your back but would never quite could achieve the things for you that perhaps he should. Norman, um, the social worker, who was my social worker from the age of 12 to just before I left care. So I had a change of social worker when I was about 17 and a half, just before I left care, which I found very strange. But anyway, Norman got out of social work later on. Um, I think that he found it restrictive didn't allow him to grow relationships. No. Um, um, so so I, I, I can see from my files that there are some social workers who were very dismissive of my need for them to care for me beyond... Um, beyond being the recorders of my development. So I didn't just need somebody to record my development, I needed somebody to believe in the direction that they wanted me to go in. It's a very big difference. One of those actions is somebody taking responsibility and the other is somebody just recording as if they're watching Absolutely. you in a Whereas laboratory. It, it's not relational, is it? Which is what you were talking no, about yeah. tonight, really, yeah. which really yeah. sort of resonated yeah. with me about that relationality. I, I think and social workers are actually um, are disallowed from some of their more instinctive need to form relationships. Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. mean, when children leave care, the social workers are often told, do not be in touch with the child, don't let them be in touch with you. And it's don't like, create dependence, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so, so it's a sort of torture that a lot of social workers actually are, yeah, they do. are harassed yeah. to deal with and uh, who are asked to emotionally carry this kind of but yeah. difficult scenario. So there were social workers who were disassociating from me And there was a couple of social workers who were actually trying to form a relationship with me and bridge a bridge between the institution of the care system Mm. and and me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's really interesting and I think you know relationality is something we think about a lot more and a lot more sort of studies on um, about that. I mean the, the burning question I had really for you Lem was um, on reading your book um, was your indomitable spirit really came through and if those things had happened to me I would be I don't know and I just sort of think this you know there's some self-belief or some resilience there that just really struck me and your likability to people and your um, and I just wondered what you thought where you thought that came from really and maybe well, I, maybe there's no answer you know no it's a good question to ask because you know it's a good question to ask and I do I think of like all the other kids who were in the children's home When I think about likability and what, what is that, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, and that, you know, a child who is traumatized can actually m make behavior happen, which is very unlikable, mm. you know. Is that child less deserving than the likable child, you know? And I, I you know, maybe I've got some survivor's guilt, you know, because I, because yeah. I had a way of, I was angry as well as a child, but I was also likeable as well. Um, that, that came across really, really strongly, that likability. But that was my natural instinct, was to, 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 to draw out a person's... Yeah. A person towards me. Magnetic, to be magnet-like, to draw people to me. Um, or to have them in awe at the spectacle of me. Hmm. I mean, what, what a fantastic, fantastic bit was really when the psychiatrist was sort of saying that to me, and just, you know, let Lem sort of doesn't really agree with these tests, you know, as in these sort of thinks uh, psychometric tests is rubbish. And I thought, wow, that is amazing. How strong would you have to be to say that um, yeah. to a psychiatrist? Yeah. Who, you know, most people would really revere and, you know, where did that come from that you could say that, really? So, that was just my observations, really. It, it is also worth knowing that actually the psychologists, psychiatrists in the book, they're actually really supportive of me. They were, yeah. Like yeah. both of them, yeah. you know. Yeah. Both of them were saying this is an independent spirit. And, oh, absolutely. And this isn't somebody who's who's being vindictive or being blah, but there is a logic to his insights, yeah. you know. Um, and he may be flawed in 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 being so rigid towards what he's seeing but he's not wrong no you know, so, fact, so they, they were they were quite taken by me and that, that really that really on both occasions that really mattered to me even though remember I didn't know and even though the people at the residential yeah, place they hated the fact that these psychologists the psychiatrists were were really loved me and uh, like like oh yeah loved me as a case because they were like oh this is fascinating and, and you, you know, know they, they obviously saw you as intelligent yeah. as insightful yes, yes. um but the and men in the assessment center they would not have that no you know what i mean no i don't and, yeah. and, and, and you know and also when i was in the children's home i i'm the one who got myself to a psycho psychiatrist you know i'm yeah. the one who made told yeah. my social worker i need you to yes, do this because yeah. something's happening with me that i'm yeah. not because yeah. all the logic... And that's quite insightful in itself, yeah, 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 though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really... Well, I don't know 
I don't know where that's from. No, no. I know that I didn't have any family, so there was nobody to blame. Weirdly, because my foster parents were like, there was I was persona non grata, yeah. so I lost yeah. everything. There was a lot of kids who were in the care system. They would run away to the parents that were causing them harm. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to run away to. So this meant that all of the energy that I might have used blaming somebody else, which I didn't incur, didn't blame my foster parents. No, you did No. I was just lost, because I was like... You were just I, shocked I actually said to my social worker, yes. I was in shock, just like your child would be. Like, I was just like, literally, I don't want to be, I told my social worker, I don't want to be fostered because, and, but in my head, I, I didn't say this to him, but I thought they would come back for me. I, I hadn't, I never thought they would never come back. Back. And so it was a very slow dawning while I was in care. By the way, getting closer to leaving care at 18, mm -hmm. that I was like, I don't think, I don't think they come back. I never thought that they, they wouldn't come back. No. Well, we never thought they wouldn't. When I was in, when I, when I left, I got a flat when I was 18. I had a fire when I was 18 as well, making chips in the fire. Next thing I knew, this, I was- Was this in Poets? Was corner, it yeah. Corner, yeah. I was carried out with the, by the fire uh, engine people and nearly died. Mad. They were the only people I called because I had nobody to call. I had no family. Yeah. Not yeah. even the care home, not the social worker. Because my yeah. social worker had gone then. Yeah. So I called them and they came round and they filled my fridge. See, they would visit me in care. And sorry, they would visit me in my own flat. If they visited me in the children's home, it would be an admission to the horror that they put me into. Yeah. And I just have one last question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really appreciate your time, Lem. Is if you had a message for your younger self now, what would it be? And I'm sure people have like, asked you that before. I'd be you? like, one day you'll be Chancellor of the University of Manchester and you'll be an OBE and, you know. Wow. Yeah. What a fantastic role model. Yeah. But learn to, uh, I'd say, learn to um, realise that you didn't do it all on your own. It's all about other people. Thank you for listening to Cascade Talks. Diolch am rando ar Cascade Talks. Hoffwn ddweud diolch i ymchwil iechyd a gofal Cymru ac i lywodraeth Cymru am eu cefnogaeth cyllid. We'd like to thank Health and Care Research Wales and the Welsh Assembly Government for their funding support. Exchange brings together leading researchers with practitioners and service users to share expertise, research evidence and care experiences. To sign up for free events and access resources, visit exchangewales.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at Exchange Wales.